everyone wants more money, but most of us weren't taught how to create an abundant life. That's where the More Money Show comes in. If you're ready to have more money, create more freedom and experience more fun, turn the volume up. It's time to learn how to create the prosperity and life you have been dreaming of. Here's your host, Cassie Park. Hello, and welcome to this episode of More Money. I am so excited because Sarah is back. Yay. Welcome, Sarah. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you, Cassie? Good. I thought it would be fun because I keep seeing all these amazing things pop up from this woman to do a sort of like, where are they now um, interview? Because I interviewed you. I meant to look it up before we started, but Maybe a year ago? Yeah, I think it was a year ago, which is awesome and and, uh, so fun because we interviewed about your success and change your money story and then you did Manifest 10K and so I'm so excited to have you back. Cool. uh, I'm so excited to to kind of be here. Yeah. Good. Well, tell me something awesome. Well, um, I did a lot of stepping into my future self this summer and what the the culmination of that ended up being um i was i did a bunch of interviews for all of these different jobs and and i was hired i was selected and i accepted a position that has that comes with a 30 percent um pay increase and um likely off a lot of nights and weekends because I, I currently work in higher ed, but this is a high school and middle school setting. So just the hours are going to be so much, so much different. And I, I still get to serve students, which is, you know, I, I'm one of those crazy people who needs to feel called for their work and yeah. can't just clock in and clock out. So it's, uh, it's going to change my, my life and my family's life. I love it. That's yeah. huge. Yay. It's enormous. it's enormous. It is. Yeah. It's so big. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm so excited about you. Oh, thanks. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, so this was uh, something that we kind of talked about before the interview, and I want to talk about it. So this comes with more time, right, which yes. is something you've been intending. And so talk about, because you, I think this is something people have to grow into. And so I love when I get to hear someone else say like, yes. oh, better money. I've been asking for better money, which doesn't necessarily mean more money. So talk about better money. So this is, I mean, learning about your your ideas of the money story, I think is so real because, you know, we, we often get fixated about actual dollars, like real, like, you know, if you make $10 an hour, that is a finite thing. However, if you, you start to think about cost um, and what I work in, in higher ed with a lot of nights and weekends. And while my salary, if I work nine to five, like I think it would be a really great salary. It is not enough for me to be here nights and weekends and it costs time away from my family um now granted we all like certain lifestyles too so having a certain paycheck is sort of important but um you know having a better money doesn't mean more money Mm -hmm. i think it's just kind of leveraging and um being really like giving some great perspective of everything that's happening in your money life so for example, um, I was I'm working on um, fixing my finance, not fixing, but just getting my finances in a better place. I, my new money story is that I um, pay with cash and um, I've always got money saved in the bank so that I can continue to pay with cash. Yes. Um, so, you know, old money me would overpay my bills, leaving me with nothing left to spare. So if, 
an unintended expense came up or any number of things, I just would, I would be stuck and have to create more debt. And I think, I know it seems so simple, but I was overpaying on my, I was spending too much money on my debt, which is, it sounds crazy, but it's, it's caused my, and my old money story was, that's what really dragged it down. It was mm-hmm. my own manifestation of focusing on the debt. So yes. we shift it to saving money, always paying in cash and, you know, being thoughtful with needing to pay in cash and save money. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love it. So many things about this. Uh, yeah. I want to talk about this. For, like, you're not the first one. So we talked a little bit about this before the interview. It's like the what you were overpaying your bills was like trying to pay down your debt, right? Because right. I got to get rid of that. I got to get rid of that. Right. And to remind people, you definitely go back and listen to Sarah's original interview, but her story was, she actually titled it, which is super funny now, like listening to you, like the struggle is real, right? Which is, I would put in the survival category because it's like, this is how we, and what's interesting is you're not the first person in the last two weeks that has had that old story and was trying to like, was overpaying on their their debt and creating that place where it's more right to be in that struggle. And so even when we, I just, it's just such a great example of how more money doesn't always fix it. We have to fix what's going on. We have to fix that. Okay. I don't need to be in struggle anymore. I can have right. money in the bank, right? Which is I can. awesome. Oh, it's, yeah. it's fantastic. And it yeah. just it gets bigger and bigger every paycheck because oh. I stick to a plan that works. Yeah, and that I think what was so frustrating is because the manifestation stuff has always been prevalent in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I was feeling frustration because of, of that, but then still seeing more debt happening. So, mm-hmm. because I was focusing on it and also right. overpaying that. Yeah. Um, so the set it and forget it structure really does work. Um, awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's gotta be a whole lifestyle thing. Can't just be, we can't compartmentalize our manifestations. Cause I'm, I'm great at it. Like I, every time I need to find something, I find a penny, I find a, this, I get something free. Like it happens all the time for me and I love it. <laughs> yes. But, but it needs to be a whole lifestyle thing. Yeah. So talk about, cause I, I, the set it and forget it. I talk about that in my books and I just want for anyone who hasn't heard about that yet, like just, would you share like sort of your process yeah. and how you did that? So I am, um, I'm one of those folks who gets paid once a month. So it's easy for me to, to set that all up at the same time. Um, it was such a lifestyle change because I used to be biweekly, but, um, because I want to pay as much money as I have on my debt, it was really challenging to look at each of those bills, big picture, listed them all out. Um, and then I looked at the bills because I'm, I'm like a type A, sometimes type A kind of like I need to control this. Um, yeah. I looked at the bills, you know, on, those, on your statements, it says, here's the minimum payment and then it'll take you however many years to pay it off. Or if you just pay this much more, you'll pay it off in three years. Yes. So I just looked at that dollar amount like, all right, well, these people quoted me five years to get completely out of debt, but it, the payment was just ridiculous. And these people are saying, if I do this in three years, so why don't I do that? And to make my crazy self feel better, I'll pay an additional $20 a month. And that still left me. The first month I did that, I had, sometimes I had just enough money for groceries for the month for my family. Um, and then to get all the way down to zero at the end of the month. But the first month I did that, I had a grand left over, which was absurd. Like it's, that's a ton of money for me to be yes. just sitting in my checking account. Um, and 
And it actually happened that like my new money story is that I um, am able to pay for bills when they come up if they're unexpected because I have money in the bank and I pay for everything in cash. And somehow it slipped through the cracks because it was the first month that I set this up um, that I missed my cell phone bill. But I had this money saved up in the bank and I paid this unexpected bill in cash. And it was, well, you know, I mean, I swiped it or, right. or right. wired it, whatever, but it was, it was paid with real money and it wasn't, it was such a relief. It was so awesome that I could pay my bills with the money that I have. I know yes. it might sound silly, but it was, it's such a big deal. No, it's not silly at all. Like, because <laughs> it's like, I can do this. And what I just ran through my head is like, you just built that trust muscle. Like I get asked all the time, like, how do you build the trust muscle? How do you do this? Well, like you, you look at things like that, right? You could, there could have been all kinds of stories about like missing the bill, like whatever, but you were like, I have the money. Like, here's the story. I have the money to pay it. And here it is. And that's how, like, that just ingrained that story so much more. Like I always have the money. It's always there. Always there. Always there. There's more and more every paycheck. I love it. So it's, it was, I mean, it's, it's a really special moment and I know it stinks to have a, you know, it's so good to have a special moment through paying bills, but it's, it's such a relief after a lifetime of feeling that it was a burden. So yes. it's, it's so good. I love it. Talk about what it feels like now instead of a burden. It's so quick. Like, you know, I, I've had for, since I got paid on once a month um, for the past like 12 or 13 years, I've had on my calendar um, an alarm so that every month I would get that. And I would sit down and I would, you know, do it all. And I would probably spend sometimes like, gosh, two hours making sure everything was like calculated right. And then it would be so frustrating because then I would spend some more time at the end of the month. Um, having been wrong with overpaying my bills. So you set it and forget it. You just know that that's, that's happened. It's done. Um, and I think it was, it, it probably gave me, I, I built up the, the nerve to do it because I deal with the money successfully at work. So why, why not <laughs> try it the same way? Yes. yes. So people have these transferable skills and a lot of times we just don't give ourselves credit um, because of, I think a money story, like, well, yeah, I mean, I can do this. I can handle money well and work because I, I have to, but so I should handle it right in my life because it's more important to do it there. So I just, it's such a relief. Uh, oh, good. I love it. Oh, that's so awesome. And like you're, you have more money in the bank, which is what you want, like more money for what you want, more money. Oh, I love it. Exactly. Yeah. So what do you, what's the eventual, like, what's the next thing? Like you have more money in the bank. What's the next thing? Like, what is it going to be for when it gets to a certain amount? Well, last time we talked, I, I explained that the, um, we talked a lot about my house and about how I've got five people, three cats and two fish living in a 900 square foot, like Trinity style home. Um, and now that I just, I have this experience of um, acting like the person who's cleaning out their office because they got a new job. Um, I need to step into the future me and I need to act like we're moving. Um, I need to, we need to pare down on the things that we want to take with us. We need to organize. We need to act like it's happened. Our house isn't on the market, um, but it doesn't, that doesn't matter because I need to be ready to move out immediately so that we're then able to take those next steps when they present themselves and we know the time is right. 
Yes. I love it. So talk about, cause I don't, we talked about it before, but I don't think you shared with our listeners about how you helped yourself create this new job by tapping into your future self. Oh my goodness. So I really enjoy my current job. I'm an athletic director. I get to work in sports. It's so cool. It's so cool. It really is. Um, but there's a lot of like operational behind the scenes stuff that it's very difficult. I mean, it's, it's a lot of hard work and I've got a very small department. Um, had a really, really tough weather in the Northeast in the spring. So I was kind of, I was feeling kind of run down from that, you know, rescheduling games all semester long. And then after that, there were some problematic um, experiences I had with some colleagues that, that really made me question, why am I doing this? Like, why? Like, I love serving the students. I love giving them the student athlete experience that they really deserve as collegiate athletes. Um, but why am I having these problems with these colleagues? And so I, I went, um, and because of the weather, I was feeling like, I don't know if it was like the seasonal affective disorder or what, but like I had, I had some resources to go to see a counselor and a therapist. And, and that she actually being coached really helped me understand that it wasn't the people, it was the lifestyle that was problematic. So I, um, and unfortunately, I don't, didn't think at my current um, employer, I would be able to, to solve that problem. Um, right. So I just, I started looking for opportunities and what this, I mean, this was, you know, all, are you on LinkedIn? Uh, very rarely, yeah. Uh, but I'm sure that a lot of our listeners really do yeah. leverage LinkedIn a lot. Mm -hmm. And I sort of look at it with a side eye because unlike Facebook, you get, you know, friend requests from people or, or LinkedIn requests from people who I don't know. And, right. you know, and then I feel like that, I, I guess that's networking, but it just doesn't. I don't feel aligned with it, I guess is the right. best thing to say, whereas Facebook's more fun for me, even though they're really the same thing. Um, I decided out of frustration to sign up for a month of the free premium service. So all of a sudden, my, my inbox started getting bombarded because I'm a woman who works in athletics, and, and that's, you know, sometimes I check a couple boxes in that for people, for hiring agents. Um, and I started taking interviews. Like, I went with a substitute seat teaching service to do some interviews because I'm certified to teach English uh, 7 through 12. And I just, I really, and I didn't say no to any opportunity because it, you know, it, it, it kind of flexed that muscle, like you mm -hmm. talked about, like yeah. I needed to go on some interviews and I went into some interviews and I, it was funny for this one, um, long-term sub teaching position. I thanked them for calling me so quickly. I had just put my resume in and he looked at me stunned. And then he actually read, I think my resume for the first time and just was, you just tell that I wasn't, I wasn't a, in the running, but, um, getting, those interviews started to strengthen the muscle. I just, I, I didn't want to turn anything down. And then I got an, a text message on LinkedIn asking me if I was interested in this position. It was with an organization that I, that I didn't think I was interested in working in. And, um, but then I looked into it a little bit further and reminded myself that future me takes opportunities and all of the great things in my life just literally plopped in my lap. Um, and I, didn't have to work for them at all. And I was like, listen, if that's, if that's my life, like, let's do this. So I went on a couple really great interviews, um, had a couple great phone calls. And um, this, what really sticks with me is that this new job that I've been offered and accepted is um, the, the C or the COO has said that it's in his mind, it's a cheerleader for kids. I was like, ah. Awesome. Right. <laughs> I be, like I get to help them. Like, and, and it also checks a lot of boxes for me. Like athletics has been a part of my life forever, but starting in college, because I played two sports in college, I, um, 
I had to put music to the side. I was like a classically trained clarinetist. I played at the Philadelphia, um, uh, what's it called? Oh, now it's, I, I, I brag about it all the time. I don't know. <laughs> um, the, 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 oh my gosh. The Academy of Music. I played at the oh, Academy of okay. Music twice in high yeah. school. Um, cool. Yeah, and, and up until college, I was in the jazz band, and my lacrosse coach was just, he's like, you're, you're going to mispractice for what? I'm like, <laughs> all right, I, I won't be in the jazz band anymore. But so when this came up, not only am I the director of athletics, but I will implement um, a a music program throughout the whole district for underserved youth. And there's just so many great statistics about arts and education and, and, and how it really just elevates their education experience. But anyway, that side story, that's why it's so awesome. Um, but it came across because I said yes to a free trial because I don't know that I would have been con contacted unless I had that premium account tag. And, you know, you do get a lot of filtered information in your inbox for LinkedIn, but Maybe I would have gotten it, maybe I wouldn't, but the bottom line is, is that an opportunity came and it is, and I said yes. So you have to be ready to say yes. And I think I was strengthening that muscle all summer by taking these interviews and then also not getting too far ahead. Like future me wouldn't worry about an offer that I didn't get yet because I don't have an offer. So let's just go, let's just go and see what happens. And it was pretty clear for some things, opportunities that I was looking into, they weren't, they wouldn't work. But every, every time I was, you know, being offered one that was really good, it was, it just kept getting better and better and better. When they, when they talked to me, she was nervous when she talked to me about the salary requirements. And I almost, I had to keep it cool because it was so good. I was like, I, I absolutely think I can work with that number because it was so much more than I anticipated. <laughs> right. So it's just, it was, um, and that's how I got there, is that I acted like future me. Cleaned out the office, got ready to, one day I was, I was frustrated at my current job, and what do I need to do? Well, let's clean out my office. Let's, let's act like I'm moving out. Mm -hmm. And I did that, and it was great. Yeah, I love that. And I love, because I think you did this, and I want to just share it for listeners, like, but you didn't, how do I want to say it? make it mean you just acted like future me it wasn't like oh now i've cleaned it out i'm waiting right it yeah. was like how do i act like my future self do that and let it be right absolutely yeah. I, didn't, I didn't need to sit there and stare at the clock it was future me has a clean desk on my last day that i'm here so yes. let's do it why not it doesn't hurt anything it's easy to do and and regardless if it's effective or not it still is a clean desk and that makes everybody feel better i think i felt great for that week <laughs> Yes, right. It was, yes. it was evidence again and again and again, like mm -hmm. on my last day of work, this is what it's going to look like. And it just reinforced that again and again. Again and again. And totally, right? So when you walk into your office, you don't have sort of this overwhelming or any other feeling. It's like, oh yeah, I'm out of here soon. It's awesome, yep. right? <laughs> and that always changes. I don't know if you have this, but like even when I left my job, like then when it's for certain, there's this little like sad part that makes you start to like appreciate and love all the other stuff. So just it just uh, makes that happen quicker, right? Which makes being there better and easier, right? I think so. Having that, um, that is, that's a great point because I really care for my immediate colleagues and those who report to me. So it was very important for me, like, all right, well, if, if the timing is bad, because we're at the beginning of the school year, you know, like for me, the director to leave at this time, I'm really putting them on the place. So I spent, I think, July and August, all right, what would I want to leave for these people if I'm out of here at an, at a time that is not good for them and the department. 
So I've gone through and done a ton of contracting stuff. I've gotten some, like our finances in order. Um, and I was really motivated. Like sometimes I'll procrastinate stuff, but like I was really motivated to make sure that when it's time to go, they're set for another couple months. Right. And I think it, that has really, it helped me just stay organized, number one, but also it gave me like, nope, I have to stay focused because future me wants to get out of here. Yes. And so I just laid some groundwork. It was, it was, it was therapeutic. It was helpful. It worked. It, it's all the above. Ah, I love it. Yeah. Um, and I have a question about the premium service and I don't actually know what your answer is going to be because we didn't yeah. talk about this. The LinkedIn premium service. Do you think your old money story would have allowed you to go like, yeah, let me just take this free offer. Or do you think it would have been like a different story? I don't know. Um, because it's, you know, it's one of those subscriptions on your phone that like you have to maybe log into iTunes or you log into um, PayPal to shut it on or off. Uh -huh. But so before I signed up for it, I just saw whichever pay payment service they use. And I just reminded myself how easy it was or could I sign up and then unsign up right away so that it's, it's low risk. Like I wasn't feeling, again, I was feeling really pretty down in the dumps all in the spring. So I needed attainable goals. I needed things that would make me feel successful. So I wanted to kind of, kind of control things or massage things so that, you know, I didn't have to add any extra stress. So I don't really know if like, maybe old me would have been, Oh, I don't want to deal with that. But it's charged for it. Cause I did not want to pay for that. Um, but I have a free month. Like why not old yeah. me? Would have, well, what if I need that free month later? Like hoard, that hoarding mentality. Um, and that's something too, that I think we talked about last time is that mm -hmm. and I'm trying to share with my children, share your resources. There's always more resources. We can always get more food there will always be more money. Like let's use the resources that we have while we have them. And if somebody needs it, give the, give it to him or her, like help them. So I think that's, um, I don't have to worry about it because when you sign up for those things, sometimes in three months they, Hey, you have, did you like premium? Do you want another free month? Like that always happens. Right. So, I, I love that you said, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I think you're right. Like, cause that, and that was more my question because I think so often people with, you know, depending on your money story, it's like, Oh, I don't want to bother. Oh, I might forget to pay it. Oh, like, right. I'll get, Oh, I won't get worth. Or like you said, I love that you highlighted for you. It was like, Oh, I might need that later. Right. If yeah. I, if you are living a different money story, but like, no, I always have cash in the bank. So like, that's great. Let's do it. Right. So then um, future me will be able to afford the $20 a month premium. Yes. Ah, I love it. Yeah. yeah. Because it leads to places. And for me, like that's such a good example that people can pay attention to because when you change your money, like it, I always say it changes everything, right? Because had you not said yes to that, you might've not been moving into this amazing job. And, but because you changed your money story, it allowed you to make a different choice, allows you to be like living the life you want to be living. Right. Yeah. And I still keep tapping back into my, my money story last summer of like, everything's got to be like I'm on vacation. Yes. I can't, like it has to be fun. And like, I'm just, I work in sports. It's got to be fun. I've got to be comfortable. Absolutely. And so tell me how that has, has changed everything else. Like by tapping into that story, living like you're on vacation, how has that just impacted every, everything that you kind of do on a daily basis? I think um, 
on vacations, and I know I've heard you said it before, you, you dress differently, you have different rules, you eat different things for breakfast. But if, you know, and I surprise my kids sometimes because for food, you have to supposed to have certain food or whatever. Um, sometimes we'll get up, mommy, can I have this for breakfast? And I think one morning, like it was shortly after our birthdays, there was ice cream cake left over. And frankly, I was, I was tired of arguing with my one son about what he's eating. Can we have ice cream cake? Yeah, sure. Like, why not? It's like, I made their day. So, and it was, and they ate a ton. Yeah. <laughs> and so it just moments like that where I get to make their day and um, do unconventional things. Because I think on vacation, like, you know, sometimes you'll get up and you'll walk four miles. Yeah. And I don't necessarily have like the means to do that every day because of the way that my neighborhood is set up. But like, getting up in the morning at like 6am and I've got a kettlebell in my living room and I love sitting out on my deck and drinking coffee. That's a vacation like experience. So I, I, I just love doing that. So little instances, it doesn't have to be, there's no rules with what it's like to live on vacation. It's, you know, whatever, whatever like moves you. Um, and I've been trying to, to really, to use that, like to feel pulled. Um, the, the two, um, the best, the most fun recent one is that I've got a lot of caterpillars in my yard. Like I've, I've, <laughs> I've got, this, got this milkweed plant that are, um, it's the, the food for monarch butterflies and, and their caterpillars. Um, and like one day I was sitting there and I'm like, I think they're out there. So I'm just like, and I don't know if they're not, but low risk, let's go out, let's go investigate. And all of a sudden I've got like 15 caterpillars and I've just been like pulled. I know it, like people look at people who like bugs a little bit crazy, but cool and yeah it's awesome so I've just been it's just the most recent example where I'm just if I feel moved to do something just go explore it go go see what that feeling is about and again low risk what if there's no um I still enjoy being out in the garden so it's a vacation like experience and I followed my instinct and I was right like it's there was caterpillars in the garden that day it was cool awesome yeah that's so awesome. Yeah. Um, I know the last interview we talked a little bit about, cause like making an investment in yourself to actually pay for manifest 10 K was a big deal. Um, and yeah. so you started changing and change your money story and then you invested in manifest 10 K. How do you look at that now? What has that opened up now that you can, like we're a year out sort of from that experience and how was that investment open up to other things? I think just like any muscle, any good muscle that gets strengthens, so too, as we've sort of said without saying, the bad ones do. If we only have this tunnel visioned experience, if this is what my money story was like growing up, or there are rules to how I have to live my life, or how I'm supposed to get a job, or, the, you know, if you're only looking at things from one perspective, you're really not, it, I have found that I'm not evolving, you know, I'm not growing. And it's really important. And I work in athletics and I've heard on a podcast before, like, Oh, I should get a coach for that. Like if it's, if there's an area that I have a deficiency, I need to get some type of outside information. So whether it's from listening to all of the free resources that you have, or then investing in, in you so that you can continue to live your life and, and buy your books and read your books and take your seminars. Um, because it's, it just, the, the perspective is something that has been missing that I just need a nudge because I'm doing okay. <laughs> like, yeah. I've been doing pretty good, but then, but I could be doing so much better. So what if I try this and I have that transferable skill when I coach athletes. So mm -hmm. why not get coached? 
Yeah. 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 I love it. And do you think that opened up for even more coaching that was happening this, this summer? Yeah. Yeah. Like being open and willing, having had that success. Um, for me, I think, like you said, it's a muscle, right? So when we've done it and we've strengthened that muscle, then it's like opens us up to be able to do it on a bigger scale and, and do more. Absolutely. And I, um, I personally know I struggle with allowing people to tell me that what I'm doing is not effective. You know, I, I think nobody likes to be told to be held accountable. I guess that's the best way. Yeah. Um, and it was so um, non-threatening. I, I remember the exact moment I was just, I was complaining about colleagues. And she was like, she just like, she was typing, putting my, the notes in my file and she just like, you know, but that's not why you want to leave that place. You want to leave because you want nights and weekends. And then she just kept back. <laughs> like she just <laughs> right. called me out like a teammate and then went back to it. Like it was just, and it just, but it was jarring enough that like, Oh yeah, no, no, no that's right. Like I don't want to, I don't want to be pushed out of here. I want, mm. I want to be pulled for the reasons that I want to be pulled because otherwise I'm going to create this cycle of the same thing. I'm going to find that colleague that does it again. And I don't want to be here. I want to be where future made is. Mm-hmm. What, what did you, um, what were your intentions or how did you set future me? Like, what is she being pulled to? She's being pulled to, um, meaningful work. Mm -hmm. She's being pulled to a better schedule so that, uh, she's able to spend time so that I'm able to spend time with my children, with my husband. Um, so that, you know, I'm able to, and, and the money is so because it's such a big job, I'm so excited about the money that I'm, I'm making. That's this all this summer. It's like, I want to be able to pay for somebody to come in once a month and just help me keep this place looking clean because you know, it's what a luxury. Like, yeah, it's like living on vacation. You just leave and you come back and your, and your room's made up. Um, also it, practice for showing your house for it to sell. Precisely. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I, and I think I um, shared over the summer too, like when Prime Day came up, there's house cleaning services on Amazon Prime. Yes. By the way. So <laughs> I got a <laughs> discount on that. But it's, um, you know, future me really, I'm being pulled towards more time with my family. Mm-hmm. Um, and the money for this one job was completely unexpected, um, but I'm worth it and I'm excited about it. Yeah. Um, oddly, Today, I got another phone call for a job, and the money's different. Again, we talked about better money, good money. It's still good money, still could live my life with my family, but there's a potential that I could have off in the summers. So you just think about, is that, what's better? And I, and I don't know the answer to that, um, because this money is going to change our lives. But it's going to be a high, I think it's going to be a high-stress job, because yeah. it does oversee a significant number of schools. Mm-hmm. But whereas this one... I get to stay home two months with my children. So it's worth saying yes to the interview. And I don't have to worry about whether or not I would take the job yet because I haven't been offered the job. (laughs) Right. I just love it. And I love that your new money story enables you to look at that because I think it's the thing people most miss. And we kind of started with that, right? Is there's X dollars over here and there's X dollar and that's what matters. And it's not like you can make X dollars in 10 months. Like, that like you know maybe the total isn't isn't more but like what it gives you and you know if it if you want to figure it out hourly it might pay better like it but it's like being able to look at that and not even not just be pulled by one single thing or have to feel like say yes because there's more money over here but really being able to explore and that and benefits too like 
I can I can definitely do the proportion of the number of months and the and the dollars, but column A, less money, they will pay for a doctoral degree, which then would do all kinds oh, of things. Right. Like I finally get to be Dr. Sarah. And oh. you know, the and a retirement fund and all kinds of crazy stuff. And these these people would do the same thing, but they're throwing more money up front. Right. So I don't know. I think it's it's gotta check it out. Yeah. And I love the energy you're checking it out with because it, you can just feel it even when you're like, I'm just going to see, right? Versus I know year and a half, two years ago, it would be a different energy. Oh, I can't do that. Right? Like, yeah. You're not, like, like well, let's go check it out. Yeah. Right. Go with uh, it. I love it. Yeah. So what's the best part about your new money story? <sighs> oh, it's such a relief. You know, I, I named it, I think on a whim last time, the struggle was real. I felt yeah. like money was hard, but, and, and I really value my time here at my, at my current job because it did allow me to, to really practice a lot with um, bookkeeping and accounting and spending money and making decisions and being, and investing where we need to invest, but also being frugal where we need to be frugal. Yeah. Um, and, and just realizing that that is, I'm able to manage $700,000 in one year. Like, why am I not able to figure out the salary that I have with my family? Um, so it just, I am able to do that. I got this. I think yeah. it was such a relief to have, and I smile every time I, I, I think about my app with my, with my bank accounts and just like looking at the money continuing um, to grow. It's, it's just, it is such a relief sometimes we always joke about adulting and like feeling like, when is this, like, when am I going to stop being this kid? When am I going to grow up? But it's like, it's the answer could be never. If you don't realize the, the negative money story that's out there to try to, you know, adjust and, and feel relief because money is good. We do all these great things with money. We do. Oh, it is awesome. I'm so excited for you. It's awesome. Like I can just, I can see it. I can hear it in your voice. And I love that. I keep doing that. So I'm just I'm excited. I know, right? It's like, that's how I feel. Like so excited because it's just, it's awesome. And it, and I, I love, I say it all the time. We change your money story, change everything in your life. And like, yay for like living like you're on vacation and having cash in the bank as your money story. Like, Thank you. Thank you for sharing your story that it's possible. Pleasure. What I don't, way back when I did Manifest 10K, mm-hmm. Money in the Bank always does give me a special like um, reminder about that. Because yeah. one of my songs on my Money t- Manifest 10K playlist was the DuckTales theme. And I just think about Scrooge nice. McDuck swimming in his vault. And <laughs> I know I can't go swimming in my app, but I still like, I remember that every time I just, I think about money piling up. It's, it's so fun. That's awesome. I love it. And I love how it ties back and you have that reminder. That's fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. What's, do you have any advice that you would give somebody who feels like their struggle is real in this moment? Well, I think it's redefining. Sometimes you need to redefine things. I met with somebody, you know, I I love saying yes to, to having a cup of coffee with somebody. And I was still struggling with, um, with stuff at work. And he's like, what if you put all of those things that you say you can't do over here, would you still have the same decision? And, and I think you could do that with money. Like, well, what if you put all of those rules that you have with money aside? What would you want to do? And that has been really, can we put that over here? Can we just, can we take that off to the side and still do what we want? 
Um, and and that I, I don't know if that's vague or not. I hope that makes sense. But it's, it's really guided um, a lot of decisions that I've been making um, since. Like if I feel like I'm stuck on something, mm-hmm. all right. Well, let's put the thing that I'm stuck on. Let's put that on pause. Yeah. And then do we still want to do this? And if the answer is yes, it's like all right. Well, then let's find a way and maybe like bring in a consultant, bring in some, bring in your husband to say like chill out. <laughs> Let me um, or it's no, I, I, that stuff's over here and I don't want to do this. Well then let's back it up. Let's, let's try to figure out um, what we, what we really want to happen. And I, I don't think I'm using like a, 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 a real example, but it's, it's just like the method that I use to, to determine if, if why, why I'm grinding my gears over here. Like why am I struggling? Mm-hmm. Well, I think it is like it, it's, I think it is specific. Like I love, I've never heard it or I've never said it that way, but like if you take all of those rules that we've created, which is your money story, right? All these rules that make sense. And when sometimes when you set them aside and you come back three months later, you're like, why did I believe that? Why did I think that (laughs) like for, for 40 years or 30 years or whatever? Um, but I love that. Like, what if you could just set aside all of the money rules, your whole money story for just a little bit and just look at it a little bit differently and be open to what you want and making the choices that you want. I love that. I think that's, I do do it in another part of my life too. That's why I'm laughing over here because (laughs) I'm a yoga teacher as well. And a lot of times people think that to do yoga, right, you have to do certain poses a certain way. But I always, I make two yoga jokes all the time. So if you ever come to my class, you'll, you'll hear both of them. I think every time that, um, you know, if it feels better to have your foot pointed this way, you put your foot pointed this point that way. And I give my, I probably overwhelm people with modifications, but then I joke and I'm like, the yoga police are not coming. If you put your knees down, go ahead and you, you got to get comfortable. You need to put those rules aside for yoga and you know, yoga is for your body on your mat. That's your force field. So these rules that we have, I think, you know, people think that, I don't know if they're rules or they're norms or they're, they're just conditions, but putting stuff aside, like, why can't we have ice cream for breakfast? We yeah. can. We're on vacation. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. And I cannot wait to, t- I want to check back, check back in in like six months. Is that cool? Absolutely. Awesome. I love it. Thank you for being here. Thank yeah. you everyone for listening. Uh, make sure to go back and check out Sarah's original interview. If you want, it's called living like you're on vacation. And if you want to get some inspiration about how far you really can go when you change your money story. Thank you for joining us on the more money show to learn how to identify your current money story. Go to identifyyourmoneystory.com.
Thank you for joining us on The More Money Show. To learn the step-by-step process to welcome more money into your life, go to manifest10k.com.